You're listening to Comedy Central. Let's get straight into the big news over the weekend. Yeah, I finally learned how to dunk. Boom! Turns out you just need to make the net a little closer to the ground. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Oh, and also, this happened. CNN projects Joseph R. Biden Jr. is elected the 46th president of the United States. There was jubilance as people flooded the streets today, celebrating from the White House to the West Coast. Celebrations in the streets in New York City, the tri-state, and across the world. On the streets of the largest cities, today, a party. In President Trump's hometown, New York City, Biden supporters shouted out their windows. There were bands and champagne, (laughs) costumes and tears. An impromptu dance party broke out. We had Sweet Caroline sing-alongs and Na 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 Goodbye sing-alongs. Oh yeah, what a day, what a day, what a day now. People were out in the streets, dancing, they were partying, people were singing Sweet Caroline, which was genius, because any celebration that's singing Sweet Caroline isn't gonna get broken up by the cops. For real though, people, this was an amazing weekend. It was such a festive atmosphere. The Saturday was amazing, everyone was so happy. Even coronavirus was like, man, you guys have fun, I'm taking the day off. (laughs) Nah, I'm kidding, I'm joining in, yum, 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 yum. But yes, that's right, people, this weekend, Joseph Rihanna Biden was declared the 46th president of the United States. And I know it was tough waiting four days to get the final results, but it's actually cool that it happened on a Saturday morning, right? Because think about it, normally it happens on like a Tuesday, Wednesday, you just gotta be at home, but now people could soak it in. They heard the news while they were out with their families or going out for a walk or getting coffee. I mean, one guy even found out on the golf course. President Trump was not at the White House when he learned he'd lost it. He was golfing in Virginia, driven home past his critics cheering. Oh, no matter what you think about Trump, I think we can all agree that that is a terrible way to find out that you're fired. I mean, it's bad enough for your boss to tell you to clean out your desk, but can you imagine if on the way to your desk, the entire office was lining the hallways to boo you? Yeah, get out of here, Jeffrey! Accounting is better without you, you bitch! And you know, I think the worst part for Trump was having to see Melania in that crowd. Boo, you suck, go away forever, don't come back. This is also really tough for the Secret Service, guys because they're trained to guard the president physically, but not emotionally. I mean, so they can't help him at all. I can protect you from a bullet, Mr. President, but only you can protect your feelings. Oh, also, uh, who's surprised that he learned that he lost while he was golfing? Donald Trump is always golfing. That was the most likely option. If they said President Trump learned this while he was volunteering at an orphanage, then I'd be shocked. What does blow my mind is that Trump could keep playing golf after he got this news. You know, I actually wonder if his golf partner found out first and then used it against him, just as he was taking his swing. Biden won! You know, a part of me actually wishes that Trump didn't hear about the election until he got home, because then he would have been driving past that crowd going, look, that wasn't my best game of golf, but you guys don't need to boo. But for once, the big political news was not about Donald Trump. 
So as he disappeared into the White House bunker, it was time for the people who were kicking him out to come forward and take their bows. I'll work as hard for those who didn't vote for me as those who did. Let this grim era of demonization in America begin to end here and now. Wow. I don't know about you guys, but after four years of having to listen to Trump, a normal presidential speech was, was almost weird. I was listening to the speech like, wait, so we're not blaming anything on Hillary? Nothing? And let's be honest, at this point, I bet even Trump's people want Biden to lower the temperature. I mean, mainly because half of them are running a fever from COVID. Still though, I'm sure that they were happy to hear Biden say, let the grim demonization begin to end. Although I do like how Biden didn't say, let's end it. He said, let's begin to end it. You know, like it'll be too dangerous to just stop demonizing all at once. We've got to stop being mean to each other in this country next week. But for now, what the f is going on with Mitch McConnell's hands? You see that shit? Looks like he's got baloney fingers. But the truth is, Biden was calling for healing and he was promising to work just as hard for the people who didn't vote for him as the people who did. And after these last few years, man, I, I think that's a nice sentiment. Although the truth is the country's so divided, I don't know how that would work in real life. You know, is Biden really gonna try and cater to both because everyone is so far apart? I'm gonna listen to Dr. Fauci and then of course I will behead him. And to reach across the aisle, I will find my son Hunter and lock him up. Am I a good president or what? The point is people, it's genuinely gonna take some time getting used to speeches that sound like speeches. But otherwise, for Biden and Harris, it was a flawlessly choreographed evening. Well, except for one moment, when a confetti cannon went off, and based on the candidates' reactions, it doesn't look like they were expecting it. Jeez, that was terrifying. I don't know about you, but when I saw that, the black part of me in the movie theater came out. I was like, get out of there, Joe! They're trying to take you out! Kamala, get down! This is actually something I think we need to address as a planet, people. We have to stop celebrating with things that sound like gunfire. Fireworks, confetti cannons, popping champagne corks, all of it. Half the time I'm like, whoa, did something good happen? Or is shit going down? I don't need to be startled like this anymore, people. And neither does Joe Biden. Why are you blowing up things next to Joe Biden? At this point, Joe Biden's campaign should be wrapping him in bubble wrap and storing him in the attic until inauguration day. The presidential election was called for Joe Biden, but Donald Trump has still not conceded, which I get. I mean, he wants to cling onto power as long as he can. And also golfing isn't as much fun when you're not missing work to do it. And if it was just Trump's personal delusion that he won the election, it might not matter so much, but he's got a lot of people who are right there with him. Many are trying to steal this election from President Trump. There is no doubt about it. The real point is that fraud took place and that should horrify us. I can factually tell you tonight, it will be impossible to ever know the true, fair, accurate election results. That's a fact. There's simply no way Joe Biden was legitimately elected president. It just can't believe it. I ask, oh God, that you would take your iron rod and I ask that you would smash the delusion, Father, 
of Joe Biden as our president. He is not. The media said Joe Biden's president. Ha 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 Either that man is the devil, or he's auditioning to be the next Joker. The media said Joe Biden's president. Ha 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 ha
will be depressed and stay home. So again, they're playing this dangerous game to keep people energized. Uh, yeah, that's dangerous. Trump is screaming made up shit that's weakening trust in American democracy. But Republicans are going along with it so that they can squeeze out a few more seats in the Senate. It's like burning down your house just to make s'mores or dating Kevin Federline just so you can maybe meet Britney Spears. Is it worth it? And by the way, Trump's refusal to concede the election doesn't just raise a big philosophical concern about the democratic system. It is also messing with Joe Biden's plans in some very concrete ways. Starting the transition of power between the Trump and Biden administrations is extremely critical, but Biden is still unable to unlock all of the resources that should now be available to him as the winner of the election, including access to highly classified information and intelligence briefings. Holding the key, the General Services Administration, whose Trump-appointed administrator, Emily Murphy, has refused to cooperate with Biden's transition as president-elect. A GSA spokesman telling CNN there is no election winner. So just to be clear, Trump isn't just off in a corner blowing off steam. No, his refusal to accept reality is going to affect Joe Biden's ability to govern effectively from day one. And with all the shit that America is going through right now, Joe Biden needs every day that he can get. But now Biden can't get briefings. He can't get the money to set up his staff. And knowing Trump, I bet it'll even get pettier than that. I bet Trump's gonna take all the remote control batteries with him when he leaves. He's gonna replace all the toilet paper with that really thin toilet paper that your fingers always poke through. Oh, he's gonna change all the speed dials on the phone in the Oval Office so that they call the wrong world leaders. President Macron, it's me, Joe Biden. How crazy is that Vladimir Putin? This is Vladimir Putin. So look, for the sake of the country, hopefully Republicans will step up and get Trump to at least give Biden the tools that he needs to take over. The same way Trump got the tools when he was going to take over. Because otherwise, no one is gonna be laughing. Well, except for this guy. <laughs> Definitely the devil. It has now been four or possibly 12 days since Joe Biden was declared president-elect and Kamala Harris's sassy white friend. And since then, he's been busy trying to prepare his team for office, but it's not going smoothly because Donald Trump, one-term president and tenant from hell, is still going through all the stages of grief. Denial, rage tweeting, undermining democracy, and back to denial. The president's latest moves indicate that he is not ready to concede anytime soon and that he may not leave all that gracefully. Several sources throughout government agencies indicate that President Trump has put out the word through his staff that he does not want any federal agency cooperating with a Biden transition team, and further, that he doesn't want any government agency doing anything that would imply that Biden won the election. We're also learning that the White House has started to press these agencies to come out with a budget for next year as if there will be no change at the White House. One administration official telling the Washington Post, quote, they're pretending nothing happened happened. We're all supposed to pretend this is normal and do all this work while we know we're just going to have to throw it away, end quote. The Trump administration is reportedly also continuing to vet new political appointees for jobs in a second Trump term. President-elect Joe Biden Tuesday criticized President Trump's refusal to concede the election. I just think it's an embarrassment, um, quite frankly. Uh, the only thing that, uh, how can I say this, uh, 
tactfully. I, I think it will not help the president's legacy. Shame, guys. Joe Biden is right. Does Donald Trump really want denying the election results to be his legacy? Because I'd like to remember him as the president who kidnapped kids and helped kill 240,000 Americans. Not for this. And please, can somebody tell me, how is Trump still vetting candidates for new jobs? What's that job interview like? So tell me, where do you see yourself in five years? Nah, bitch, where do you see yourself in five weeks? Trump is the kind of captain who would have been taking job applications on the Titanic. So Daniel, do you have any experience working on a sinking ship? Um, should we leave? Uh, a lot of people are jumping overboard. Don't worry about them, they're just being dramatic. Let me show you where you're gonna be sleeping. I mean, guys, it must be so uncomfortable working in the White House right now because everyone around Trump knows he lost, but they've gotta all go along with the lie. That's gotta be exhausting, especially when you're already running a fever from COVID. But look, I'm sorry, Donald. This just isn't gonna work. You can't pretend that everything's fine when the whole entire world saw you get fired. My nigga, if people in Bosnia know you don't have a job, you do not have a job. Honestly, people, I don't think Donald Trump has ever looked more pathetic than this. And yes, I'm including the time he played tennis in his sport diapers. Because the only way that he can overturn the election is to prove that there has been nationwide voter fraud. And the truth is, that's just not panning out. Election officials in states across the country report to the New York Times no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The Times reached out to top election officials in every state to ask whether they suspected or had evidence of illegal voting. None reported any major voting issues. As for Pennsylvania, the president claims, and I quote, Pennsylvania prevented us from watching much of the ballot count. The Trump campaign went to federal court about this. Judge Paul Diamond, a George W. Bush appointee, heard the arguments by the end of the hearing, under questioning from the judge, the Trump campaign lawyer admitted, contrary to his initial complaint, that, yeah, there were, in fact, observers present. Similarly, a state judge in Michigan dismissed a lawsuit over access to ballot counting. She cited a lack of admissible evidence and whether the campaign had even sued the right party. In Georgia, the campaign sued over late mail-in ballots allegedly being counted. The judge dismissed it, again, for lack of evidence. Yep. Trump's claims are being thrown out in the courts all over the country. Michigan courts, Georgia courts, federal courts, even food courts are like, man, get your bullshit out of this Panda Express, Donald. He's getting thrown out of court so fast, the bailiffs don't even say all rise. They're just like, nah, y'all can keep sitting, man. We won't be here long. Yeah, y'all, y'all just stay where you is. And here's the thing, guys. Everyone knows Trump lost. Even Donald Trump knows that he lost. You know how you know this? You realize you haven't seen his face since they called the race? He hasn't shown it. You think that if Donald Trump really thought he'd won, he'd be hiding? No, we know this guy. The guy would be holding a victory rally every single day. He'd be flying around the country on top of Air Force One doing that weird jerk-off dance that he does. And just so we're on the same page, reporters haven't found widespread voter fraud. Election officials haven't found it. And even the courts haven't found it. So now, Republicans are putting out a mass call for voter fraud investigation volunteers. Republicans continue to search for widespread issues. In Texas, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick is offering up to a million dollars to incentivize, encourage, and reward people for reports of voter fraud, even though there has been no evidence of any there. Right now we're in an evidence gathering phase. That's why we have a hotline. 
uh, and that we're asking people to, to to let us know if they have any of these irregularities that they saw, we'll pursue them and then we will pursue legal action. The Trump campaign has set up this voter fraud hotline, basically, where it could field calls about these allegations of voter fraud. I'm told actually a lot of those calls have been prank calls that have been coming in. <laughs> oh man, these poor Trump lawyers. They're gonna be getting into court like, Your Honor, I have a sworn affidavit proving voter fraud from uh, a Mr. Seymour Butts and his good friend, Ben Dover. And, and they're both very concerned. Wait a minute, but what did they expect? What did they expect? You're gonna ask people to call in? What do you expect? The only calls anyone makes anymore are prank calls. Any other reason, you just text. Even when your granny calls you now, she's like, hello, sweetie, is your refrigerator running? Well, then maybe you should catch it, you loser. <laughs> I also love how that one guy is offering a million dollars for evidence of voter fraud. One million dollars. <laughs> That's how you know there's no voter fraud, man. You never offer a million dollars for shit you think might actually happen. It's always like, oh yeah, I'll give you a million dollars if Cheryl goes to the prom with you. If you ask me, the real surprise here isn't that the campaign was so desperate that they set up a fraud hotline is that they're not charging $3.99 a minute for it. You guys have only got like 70 more days to profit off this presidency. Come on, Donald, there's no time to waste. Let's talk about the United States Senate. It's like a retirement home that can take away your healthcare. With the election day results coming in, the Senate is now divided almost exactly in half between Democrats and Republicans. But there are actually two Senate elections in Georgia that weren't decided last week. And those are the ones that'll determine which party wins this tug of war. Turning to Georgia, where the balance of power in the Senate will be decided just a couple of months from now. The Peach State will hold a pair of runoff elections in January after neither race landed a winner with at least 50% of the vote. The two Senate runoffs in the state, scheduled for January 5th, will now determine the fate of the Senate and how much legislation Mr. Biden is able to get passed next year. Both parties will be pouring tens of millions of dollars into the contests. Every Republican of national profile will be heading down to Georgia, as will some prominent Democrats. You know, I think it's interesting, Brett, the scuttlebutt is that Democrats would rather Biden stay away and Obama go. Damn. Democrats want Obama to come down instead of Joe Biden. Man, once you go Barack, you never go back. And poor Joe Biden. I mean, he's president-elect. But Democrats are all still like, Obama! Everybody, uh, let's get a Democratic Senate for Joe. Oh, who the hell is Joe? Obama! But yes, both parties are descending on Georgia for these two Senate races. And if you live in Georgia, can I just say, I am so sorry for what is about to happen in your life. You thought the texts and TV ads were bad before? Whew, nah, man. RIP to your doorbell because that shit is getting rung 50 times a minute. Volunteers are gonna be popping up in your dreams. Hi, sorry to interrupt your weird unicorn sex dream. Can we count on you on January 5th? In fact, there's gonna be so many TV ads. Now is the perfect time to cut the cord and cancel your cable. Wait, not right now, not right now. After the show, after the show. Whew, yeah, that's better, that was close. Don't do that again. Now, one reason that both parties think that they both have a shot in the Georgia Senate runoffs is that the presidential race there was surprisingly tight. Joe Biden did come out slightly ahead, but it's too close for comfort. 
The White House remains focused on the election tonight, winning a hand recount in Georgia as it pushes other legal challenges that will likely have little bearing on the results. The election is over, but the counting is not tonight, with every ballot in Battleground Georgia set to be recounted by hand. Typically, recounts only change a race's margin by a few hundred votes or so, so it's very unlikely President Trump could overtake President-elect Biden's 14,000 vote lead in Georgia. But the Trump campaign today calls the recount a first step toward winning their legal fights despite no evidence of widespread voter fraud. That's right. Trump is getting a hand recount of every Georgia ballot. There's millions of them. Hand recount. And I don't think that's going to be fun for him because, I mean, it's bad enough losing Georgia by 14,000 votes, but now imagine having to hear them one by one. It's also strange how election recounts are the one time where people think counting by hand is better than by machine. There's never any other situation where we say, okay, that's what the calculator says, but just to double check, five, six, 11, 13, uh, 25 would carry the one. All right, yeah, I think the spaceship has enough fuel. You guys can take off. I also feel like counting each ballot by hand is gonna take forever. Not just because of the numbers, but because it's Georgia. Have you ever been to Georgia? Those people are not in a rush. One vote, two votes, Three votes. You gonna bring me some of that peach tea? What they need to do is they need to go and hire Atlanta's trap rappers to do the counting for them. One and a six and a thousand and five and a whoop and a million and done and again and a whoop and a million is gonna miss in and a kind of a bit and a bad and a million and a win. But as you heard, it's unlikely that Trump will actually find enough miscounted ballots to flip the results in Georgia. But even if he does, he still won't have enough electoral votes to change the overall results. Before we go, Remember that Thanksgiving is coming up. And in the era of Corona, there are a lot of seniors who are homebound who are at greater risk than ever before because they don't know where their next meal is coming from. Luckily, Meals on Wheels is out in the streets delivering meals to elderly Americans every single day to help keep them safe and nourished in communities around the country. If you can help out with this noble cause, then please donate whatever you can at the link below. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.